breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. I was not just a little aggravated yesterday. I, I got a text from a friend of mine. So we're getting the Cowboys game instead of the Saints game today. Yep. We still have that issue every now and then. Unless I'm you sorry. have the NFL network, you I can was go watch it. Thinking that Shreveport was in Louisiana. Maybe I'm wrong. I know. I know. Like right now, we're pretty close to that Texas border, but I'm, I thought we were still in. Oh, you're Louisiana. Gonna, you're going to blow up the message board, the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Go ahead, Cowboys or Saints. Cowboys or Saints. Go ahead, because people will say, "But we're closer to Dallas than uh, we but are to the New station Orleans. is licensed in Louisiana. I know. As far as I know, I know. It's a I Fox know. affiliate in Louisiana, and we can't get our home teams games. Who's the better team? Let's fight over that, too. I don't, you know. Cowboys looked good yesterday. They really did. Well, you know what? So did the Saints yesterday. Yeah. Stopped the two-game skid. Yeah, they did. Looked good. From what I heard. mm -hmm, I heard Howie say uh, something like the Saints were chaotic for the past two weeks, and it looks like they've gotten that under control. So something like that. And I thought, you know what? That's not, that's good to hear. You know, it was like Derek Carr's finally got the train moving, and, it's no longer chaotic, and it looks like he's on target now. So that's exciting. I, I did see a report last week. He was talking about some of the issues he was taking on himself. Mm-hmm. And he was going, you know, I, I've, I've got to get my head together and get this right. And yes. It looks like he's worked on that. So That's exciting. And, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, to the rest of the season for the Saints. Um, loved, loved watching that Kansas-Oklahoma game. Wow! I didn't get to see a lot of college. Wow. I didn't see a lot of college football. Big upset. I mean, monster upset. You don't. You didn't think Oklahoma was going to get beat this year. Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, they did. It was an. It was a. It was a good game. And of course, we know what this week is, right? I'm <laughs> over. Uh, and and I'm kind of I'm a little. I, Again, tempering my enthusiasm because mm-hmm. anybody can jump up and bite you at any time. Oh, absolutely. You know, but uh, this is certainly the year for us to go in and dominate. I hope so. Our offense, Aaron. Oh, my gosh. And, and Bama's offense is struggling. And can they stop our offense? <laughs> I don't know there, old Nicky boy. Yeah. Oh, Nick Satan. I'm not sure. <laughs> This is the week I call him Satan. You know, for a long time, people, you know, the, after after he left LSU, and, and of course, when he landed at Bama, people hated him. I never was one of those because he didn't leave us to go to Alabama. No. You can't blame the man for going to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me give this a try. But wait a minute there. He was also the one who passed on Drew Brees, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb arse. Yeah. He left us on Christmas Day. I Come know, on. That I know. was so shady and so despicable. I'm down there but with he, my it mother. Wasn't like a, it wasn't like a Petrino where he snuck out of town in the middle of the night. I was darn close. <laughs> Christmas Day, you're going to go to Miami where you are a dismal failure. 
Sorry well, to say. I, I know. No, he was. He was. He's a good coach, though. I got. I mean, he's I'm a, telling you, over the years, I've come to dislike him because of just, I think, the kind of person that he is. Right. But but works he does, man. He oh, puts absolutely. in the hours. Oh. His players play for him all out, all the time. He in the first couple of games, I don't know if you pay much attention to Alabama, but they were making all kind of penalties. It was like right and left, all kind of stuff was going on. The last game they played, I think there was only one penalty against Alabama or two. I may be wrong. He was like, whatever he did, they were like, I ain't committing no penalty this time. That ain't happening on my watch. Not happening. And I thought, man, he must have laid down the law. I did laugh during the uh, LSU Army game when the when the uh, one of the commentators said, yeah, Army, one of the least penalized teams in college football. And I'm like, yeah, discipline. Exactly. <laughs> They're West Point guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. They've, exactly. They've been through the ringer, that's for sure. So it was a... You know, I'm disappointed I didn't get to see my Saints. I I am. I just I, the Cowboys looked good though. I, I love the Cowboys. I love the Saints more. That's all. I, that's all I'm going to tell you. So I did watch the Cowboys too. I, I just I just again it, it goes back to it's a Louisiana station. I know. Don't give me geogra- geography. You know. Geographically, we're closer. Shut up. It's Texas. I know. And we're Louisiana. I'm sorry. You'll never change my mind. But it's not about that. It's about the almighty dollar. What makes them more money right now? I know. Absolutely. Cowboys make them more money. Sorry to say, but that's what makes them more money. And congratulations to the Cowboys fans because they did look good. They did. They really did. Dak looked incredible. Incredible. <laughs> got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Here's your homework, Mike. Why is the F1 race in Vegas going to be held at midnight? What the dumbest thing ever? Is it really? That's strange. And, and I was going to mention yesterday, got to watch an F1 race live for once. Yes. Don't rarely get to watch them live mm-hmm. because they're at three in the morning or, you know, even like six in the morning or. Uh, on a, on a Sunday, so I got to watch it live on on yep. uh, Sunday afternoon. But I don't know why a Vegas now midnight our time is is what is it eleven their time or ten? Midnight our time is ten in Vegas. Okay, yeah. it's ten. Yeah, yeah. we do so have another message. We got to shout out the uh, Pride of Pantherland yes. Parkway ma- Marching Band. Congratulations. Big weekend. Congrats to you guys down there at the uh, band competition at NSU. Classic on the cane. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Coming up, uh, yeah, my daughter texted me over the weekend. Mm-mm. Very upset. Oh, and no. Just, it, it just caught us off guard. Uh, a friend passed away over the weekend. I'll talk about that coming up next because I wasn't... Yeah. It just caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. Interesting. 1017 FM, 710 Key on Mike and McCarty. Big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Key. Yeah, so, yeah, my daughter texted me, I think it was Saturday, and it was just like, Dad, I could tell, you know, I was like, what? And she says, Matthew Perry died. 
And I was like, um, your, your mic's not on. They're on now. There, there we, we go. go. Yeah. Uh, that was so 54, sad. 54 years old. I know. And, and I know. Uh, details are, are still, but apparently he was found in his in his hot tub at his at his home in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I had just played two hours of pickleball, they're saying. Yeah. Prior. So it and wasn't then, like he was home, you know, holed up in a dark depression for two days or whatever. Just hope. I know they did the autopsy, but they didn't find a, an exact cause of death and sent the toxicology results out and that'll take a couple weeks to find out you know was he back using i mean he yes, had a he's long had, history he's had issues mm-hmm. uh, had a long history of struggles uh, drug and alcohol abuse and yes. um, his most recent interview i think with diane sawyer uh she talked about how uh, jennifer aniston confronted him about his alcohol use and he he said well how did you know and that he was still that i was drinking and she said well, we could smell it Wow, you know, and if you can smell alcohol on somebody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're drinking a lot of alcohol. That's a, that's a lot. Um, it, it's just sad, and it you know the thing is, it Friends has a whole new audience. I mean, for right. the, the yes. people under thirty have found it and they love it, and they are li- living vicariously through those characters. And um, well, that was the first show that my daughter, as as an, an you know a grown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or as she was growing up, that she and I kind of shared, yes. you know, and and so we, I mean, we had the DVDs and we would watch, and she she would go to bed at night with just it going with it, right, playing, right, you know, yes. and she'd fall asleep to Friends, mm-hmm. and and so, I mean, when a celebrity dies, yes, it's sad, and you and you, sure. they're a person. We sometimes forget they're actual people. You bet. You know, with family, loved ones, etc. Right, yeah. but it doesn't affect our lives. Right. This one kind of like uh, this was, you know, it's too young. Kind of hit me a little bit. He's too uh, young. I heard a piece this morning when they were doing a, a longer piece on one of the networks about him, and they said he Matthew Perry was the only cast member from Friends. Who was allowed in the room with the writers? I had the, not heard that. The rest were not allowed in the room because he had an idea, a good feel for jokes, a good feel for timing, and he was a contributor. You know, he would contribute to mm-hmm. some of their stories, but the others were, you know, they were just they were just the the talent. And he was he was welcome in the writing. I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought that was an interesting tidbit I'd never heard because his timing was just. Oh. I, I had to turn it on last night. Oh. I had to turn it, you know, and, and and my wife came in and and she was like, "Oh, you know." I know. I, was like, I, know. I know. I just for some reason. And the first thing when I told when I told my wife, I said, "Yeah, Matthew Perry died." And, and her first first question was, you know, was it suicide? Oh wow, that was her first question. Yikes. And even Micah, when we were we were texting, and she's like, "I wonder if it was on purpose." Oh, I hate to think that. I hate you, to think you that. You do. His, the I, irony of it is his oh, last I, picture he put on social media of himself is him in his hot tub. Oh, wow. The picture of oh, him in his hot tub. Wow. And I'm like, wow, wow, that's bizarre, very bizarre. I just, you know, and I, I don't, and there's everybody, you know, all my friends are like, we have a 
We have a friend who named their dog Chandler Bing. Really? Yes. We, you and I have a mutual friend. I don't think I'm going to name her here because she'll get because she she loved that character. Well, who did? That's the only one my wife liked. Yes, and because there were some things in the show that we didn't like. You mm-hmm. know, there were some things, but but she always laughed at, at Chandler, and Chandler, quite frankly, reminded me a lot of my son. Ah, okay. Yeah. But I see. I'm a Joey gal. I'm. I just. I can't help it. He was mine. Right. How you doing? Yes, yeah. he's my guy. And I. But I liked Chandler too. He was just. He. If I laughed harder at any of them, it was him. I mean, I just made me just roll it, it, on the floor. Another, I saw an interview with with Matthew Perry, and he said he can't watch the reruns of Friends. Because he goes, oh, he'll see something. And, you know, his weight fluctuated during the course of this. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, he goes, when he sees a particular episode or series, like, oh, that was my such and such phase. Oh, that was when I was dealing with this. And it just brought back just unfortunately really bad memories for him. Yeah. So he, he did struggle for a long time. It's really sad. It's kind of a, it's a cast though. If you, if you were to look at it, I think they're all still very close. Uh, that's what they said in that reunion. Yes. They still all are, yeah, they're very close. And so I'm sure this was devastating for them. They're not, you know, when you, when you're with people like that for so many hours for so long and then you lose one of them, you have to think about your own mortality. And you have to think we've lost one of our own. Right. Well, sure. When is our time? I mean, is our time coming up? How, you know, because he's way too young. 54 is way too young for somebody like that. I just hope that it wasn't, he wasn't back to, you know, uh, his bad ways. And I, I hope not, but I'm not sure. Mm. Now, if, if you're a friend of, of Joey Tribbiani or Matt LeBlanc, Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen the show called Episodes, Aaron, that is, is one of good? the funniest. Okay. He plays himself. It's a, I, I say that parenthetically. Uh, and it's about him trying to get his career back. It's, it's obviously a, a fictionalized version of Matt LeBlanc. Um, and it's these two writers from England that have written a hit show and they bring it to America. And, of course, the American producers change everything that was successful about the show. Wow. And, wow. Uh, and they cast Matt LeBlanc. Oh. It, it's, it is I love him. so very well written. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. It, it, it's it, so good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just just just... So sad. Going to miss Chandler. Chandler no Bing. Mm. Could it be any more tragic? <laughs> that was not appropriate. <laughs> 1017 FM 710 Keo, Mike and McCarty. Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Talking earlier about the uh, the F one races and the scheduling, and a lot of times they're you know, on our time. It's like you know six in the morning on a Sunday morning yes. because it's in Abu Dhabi or something, right? Um, and and we got a message. Why is the F one race in Vegas at midnight? 
And the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, I haven't done any real research on it yet. Um, maybe they're trying to accommodate those those other markets like in England because at midnight our time, it's like 7 a.m. in England. I don't know. Okay, that's not a great time that's to watch it in England. That's not a great time, but it would have to be. And uh, that's, yeah, that's bizarre. I don't I don't, I don't understand why. that. Don't know why they're doing that. Except that Vegas is, you know, a 24-hour city, perhaps. Right. I don't know. And, I, and, and having the race under the lights. But you can do that at 8 p.m. Yes. And catch your primetime audience. Right. And then they can go gamble after the race. I don't, yeah. Makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I will. I loved this, the first lap of this race this weekend. I was like, <gasps> dang. Heartbreaking. Uh, I know. 98% of that crowd in Mexico City was there for one man. And he got taken out in the very first turn. First turn. Yep. First turn. Mm. <laughs> he didn't even make the lap. It was rough. No doubt about Sergio it. Sergio Perez, mm-hmm. Mexican driver for Red Bull. Yeah. And and they were the all the hype. I even watched the pre race show. Oh, did you? Yeah. Even because there was no Saints game to watch. <laughs> and and uh and they were so excited, you know, the whole crowd. It was all Chaco and and oh yeah, oh, it was just heartbreaking. I know that was sad, <laughs> really sad. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, we we got uh, we're talking about the the Saints and our, our Fox affiliate, and uh, you know, I, I I know their decision is based on finances, but. Yeah, we got a message yeah. too that said apparently Matthew Perry was proud of the fact that he was very vaccinated. Okay, now that's interesting because look at what's happening with a lot of these athletes that are very vaccinated with heart issues, mm. and they said Matthew Perry the initial cause was uh, uh, heart you know cardiac. heart attack cardiac mm-hmm. arrest mm-hmm. yeah. We'll have to wait and see. That's very... I, they that was, say, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Not mm-hmm. that we'll hear the truth if that's the case. Right, right. Big, big doings downtown today. We got to talk about that too. 1017 FM 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. So this morning at 10.30, that's today, Monday, October 30th, uh, the groundbreaking ceremony for the new Northwest Louisiana State Office Building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Special guest, Governor John Bell Edwards. You bet. And it's a I long time coming. I hope people in spite of that. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, that's a big deal for downtown. It's the old Jody Wagoner building mm-hmm. on Fannin. And they're completely gutting it. And they're spending about $75 million to make it the new state office building, which will move everybody from, what is that, Fairfield and Jordan into this new facility once it's complete. Um, the governor will be there for the groundbreaking. Now they're going to do it... Um, Outdoors, if the rain stops, they're going to move it into uh, the next door building, I believe, if it's still raining. So um, just keep that in mind. There will be lots of muckety-mucks. Is that the word? That Makes, will be the, works yeah. for me. I'm sure that uh, State Rep Cedric Glover will be there because he was one of the, the guys who helped to spearhead this project. 
it, people don't realize when you bring a, a office complex like this, which is hundreds of jobs mm-hmm. into downtown, it's going to infuse that downtown economy. Oh my gosh! I mean, this they're going to be looking for places for to eat. They're going to want places for their children. I mean, if, they, if they're looking for daycare, um, lots of other things, mm-hmm. places to shop, et cetera, um, could be a big, big game changer for downtown Shreveport. And it's on the, the western edge of downtown, so it kind of spreads things out a little bit. So I'm real optimistic. There will even be folks that will want to live near where they work. Well, they may w- want to, yeah. I was yeah. going to say that. Mm-hmm. It, offering residential downtown is going to be important. This will be a big help for those that have... The, the problem is most of the downtown residences have waiting lists. So this could spur more, more people mm-hmm, more people to develop. You know, because if you're a, a single person working for the state and you could walk to work every morning, that's pretty appealing. Mm-hmm. I mean, really appealing in a time when gas prices are three bucks a gallon or whatever. I, you know, I I think it's really good news for downtown and I'm hopeful. It's going to take a while. they got to gut the building they got to get it ready. You know, they got to buy all the but stuff. Now, they've started on it, though, haven't they? They, they, have. they have. Yeah, they've started work on it. They have. They've started getting all the... Because there was a concern, you know, way back that there, this was going to be built for a law school for Louisiana College. Mm-hmm. They had made a deal for the property, and we're going to turn it into a law school. And they came in, and, and I guess the, the crews realized there's a lot of problems with the building, asbestos issues and that sort of thing. And so they decided to bail out. Um, there may have been another possible use for it. Uh, Representative Glover will text me if he's listening. He may not be up yet, but there were other uses that were mentioned. And then the possibility of the state using it came up. When Remember when we were having those big feuds about the Cross Bayou development? Oh, and yeah. They were talking about the state office building could go down there on Cross Bayou. Um, and they were saying that they would they had some sort of agreement well, there was talk about moving the state office building downtown, but it wasn't really crossed by you. It wasn't a complete new build. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what they had in the back of their mind. They were like, well, we could use this federal building here and get it up to speed because you, the old building, I don't know if you've been in that state office building. Not in a long, long time. I had to go to the Social Security office one time. I think that was where it was. Years and years and years ago. Mm, yeah, it's crumbling. And I it mean, was even then. It's now, but it's a, it's an historic building. It is, and I think they're going to they're going to preserve it for historic purposes. Good. I'm hopeful that they're going we to be able to do that. We don't need to tear more buildings down. No, I think part of this deal is we're not going to tear it down. But if you go in that building, and I, and for folks that are headed there today that work in that building, it's depressing. <laughs> I mean, and, and right. I, you well, know, it's a state building for crying out loud. Yeah, but I mean, to to walk down the halls, and it's like you're walking down halls from 1970. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so depressing, and things are in such awful shape. Well, how honestly, can you be happy at work? You know, honestly, if you go to the police station oh. on Texas, it's the exact same way. Yes, it's that kind of green tile on the walls, oh. and it's. Uh, it, you you feel like I'm in 1972. Mm-hmm. It's exactly right. Yeah, you can't be happy in a building <laughs> like that. You really can't. I mean, seriously, if you want to go to work and be pleasant and be kind to other people, you probably never saw the movie Joe versus the Volcano. No, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Okay, which legendary you know couple in the, mm-hmm. in films, uh, but it was. It, 
he the it opened he worked in an office like that the horrendous fluorescent lighting it uh, was dull the building was it was it was like one of these we're talking about mm. the state building or the Shreveport police department building it's depressing it was so and it was yes the lights oh my gosh <laughs> and you, and you know you when you when you think about think about that think about if you're going in to get service from a government worker in a building like that and we all complain about oh they're so rude or they did think about what they go to every day <laughs> they go to this dilapidated building <laughs> yeah. that just sucks the life and joy out of you and then people come in griping and you're supposed to be happy <laughs> i'm happy i'm here in this 1972 building that's falling apart around me and i'm supposed to be that's you know you're expecting a lot of a human being. Yeah, you're expe- so. Um, my point is, it'll be nice to be in a new facility. Well, and bright like and shiny, said, revitalizing downtown. Oh, it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're putting them in a parking garage with. Because I was like, where are they all going to park? They're going to have a parking garage that'll go with it, and they'll all be able to park there. And it, it's going to really juice up downtown. Yeah, it really is. We it's going to be a lot of change. It lives. Absolutely. Get an update. See, uh, see mm-hmm. things like that. Some some specifics and yes. So the governor will be here for the dog and pony show today for that, and um, you know it'll it'll officially kickstart that, and it's really exciting. It's yeah, big news. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So that's ten thirty this morning. I don't think the rain will be moved out by then. Yeah, I don't think so either. I was so just either. looking at the forecast, and it's it's pretty much going to rain uh, through lunchtime. I think. 38 for a low tonight, by the, the way. The good thing about the rain today <laughs> is the state fair is not open on Monday. Right. So it's not ruining anything, and the rest of the week looks gorgeous. The rest gorgeous. of the week tomorrow, sunshine mm-hmm. and a high of 56. Yowza. Yowza. I love it. I love it. No more bikini for me. Fall with. Your money now coming up next. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel. Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Okay, I know we're, 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 we're diverging here a little bit. It's all right. Best concert, if you were to say, Ooh. Best concert you've 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 ever been to? I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you Prince. Oh wow! Where was that? Century Link Center. Okay. I'm gonna give you um, Tina Turner at the Hirsch. Oh wow! And I'm gonna give you uh, Paul McCartney Century Link. Those are top three, I think. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Pretty good shows. Yeah. Pretty good shows. As far as enjoying the show, mm-hmm. first of all, for me, it would be the Eagles at 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 the yes. time Century Link, yes, or Century Tell. Which I'm not what was sure. it second? I don't, Ooh, I don't know. I, um, that was that was an amazing experience. The whole show, I was just because I'd never seen them before, right? And obviously, right. been listening to them since the seventies. Mm-hmm. And to see that, and, and that was the last concert that Glenn Fry. Yeah, they they did an. I think they did like a private party after 
that I think concert. Maybe so, yeah. But as far as actual concerts, that was like the last Eagles. Yeah, that was a good show too. With the Eagles, mm-hmm. and and I, uh, I love Vince Gill, but it's not. You know, I know. And Deacon, okay, yes, not the Eagles, no. Um, and and another one for me, Allison Krauss <gasps> at Municipal. Oh, I'm so sad I missed that. I'm a big fan. And this is not the Allison Krauss and uh, Robert Plant, which I also love. Right. But Allison Krauss, oh, that was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Such a talent. Unbelievable. Perfect pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's known she has perfect pitch. Right. And just, it was just, it was so much she, fun. She's really amazing. Okay, worst concert. Ooh, worse. Because I've got mine, boom, immediately pops into my head. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Really? I, yeah, who was your worst? I'm, I'm not a Bob Dylan fan. I didn't like the, the Bob Dylan five years that ago. That was mine. Okay, it was not Bob, good. Not not even five years ago. This was the one about a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. At, at Municipal. Didn't like Aaron, it. Aaron, it was, there was no spots. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, but... There was no, the only lighting was from the, they had kind of a boxed stage. Right. It was a, a, a platform that would, you know, risen. Mm-hmm. And the lighting came up from that. So everybody was silhouette. You uh, couldn't see who was who. It was awful. Now, Bob Dylan's hard to understand on a good day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> How was your show this weekend, by the way, Ruby? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a total flop. Nobody showed up, you know. You're lying. <laughs> there was about, uh, probably, I would I would have to guess about 500 people oh. in and out all night. It was insane. It yeah. Bears? Yeah, yeah. That's wall to wall. Yo, it was shoulder to shoulder all night long. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And you didn't go to jail? No, no, no. As far as I know, none of my band members ended up in jail. Wow. So... So, yeah, we did a good oh, job. Did they, have, did they have a chicken wire fence in front of you guys no, while you were playing? No, I asked. I kept, a, I kept asking them to, to put it up, but they wouldn't do it. <laughs> I want to go to one where you have to put the chicken wire fence up. Um, oh, Ruben's man. band is Opossum, Where Art Thou? Yes. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart, nor is it for children. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Co- coming up in December, we're, we're starting to work on our set for our Triple Xmas shows, so get Ouch. ready for that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm oh, glad no. you didn't end up in jail. I didn't get a call. So. Yeah, no calls. Good yeah. to know. You'd have been the first, though, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, some exciting news. I just, you know, I, I love economic development news. Amazon opening a second facility here. Mm-hmm. This is big. Yes. This is big. I, we'll talk about that next hour, Mike and McCarty. 1017FM710Keel.com. One seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I remember when we did our tour of the Amazon facility. This is a fulfillment center. But it didn't mean I was surprised because I asked the uh, the Amazon officials. I said, like, in Dallas, they have those gray Amazon delivery trucks. Mm-hmm, They're yes. vans. That, I mean, you you pretty much get stuff same day. If right. you order on Amazon and you order early enough, 
you know, they, they, they'll send it out from their, their facility that day. But she said, no, this is not this type of facility. Talking about the huge five-story, you know, million-square-foot mm-hmm. fulfillment center, they'll actually ship to other markets, and then it'll come back to Shreveport. Right. They but c- this new facility is what's called the last mile facility. Is that going to mean that we're going to get the the Amazon vans and get that, you know, quick, quick turnaround available in our market? That's what it looks like. They, um, the last mile center, they have one in Baton Rouge, I believe, and they also have a fulfillment center there, something similar to ours. And But at the last mile center, they have the vans that go out ah, and just nice. start the delivery. Um, now you'll have to get your packages to that facility, you know, if they, and they could come. The fulfillment the, center well, that could would make be, sense. yes, could be right here. And then they just transfer them from one to the right. other. But that means, look, we don't realize, we don't, we really don't realize, I don't think, the added traffic this will be. I mean, if you've got these Amazon trucks rolling all around town all day and they're going from the, the fulfillment center to the, to the last mile, last mile center and then out to deliver. That's a lot of extra cars on the roads. That that's kind of exciting. That is kind of exciting because it's a, you know, they're gonna they're gonna stop and buy lunch. They're gonna go buy their coffee in the morning. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna spend a lot of money while they're out delivering. It's exciting news and it's gonna be right here. The the last mile center is gonna be at thirty one thirty two and Buncombe Road. If you take that little like service road back in there. It's that industrial park in there. Now, I think they're going to improve the road to get in and out. I saw that plan already in progress before this announcement. So I was wondering, why are they improving That's that like road? East of the airport, I mean, or south of the airport. Is that, that area Yeah, there? southwest of the airport. But yeah. right, you can see it from the loop. You just, oh, okay. As you're driving down the loop, you look to the right, and you right now you'll see a lot of 18-wheelers back in there. And you'll see a couple of buildings. Uh, uh, yes. But that's where okay. that is. And they're uh, going to be building it right in there. 87,000 square feet. Um, the thing about it is it's going to be combined with the fulfillment center. It's going to be about a 1,000 jobs both. And the jobs pay between 17 and 28 bucks an mm, hour. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people that, they're all like, okay, where do I apply? Because, you know, you're probably, if you have a college degree, you're probably not starting off at 17. Probably if you have a, a high school diploma, you're not <laughs> right. starting off at 17. You're probably getting a little bump. I would bet you're probably starting close to 20 just from jump. But And they're still on target, they say, for a mid-2024 for opening the fulfillment center. And they're going to probably rush this one to get it open as soon as possible, too. So it's That's big news. Exciting news. And their press release, and, and now granted, it's a, it's a press release, but they still, Jessica Bro, she's the senior manager of economic development for Amazon. Um, and, and I'll quote, Shreveport's a great place to live and work. And we're pleased to be settling local roots here. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's just, that is and, just exciting news. And you remember when Justin Dixon was here a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the North Louisiana Economic Partnership. And he was trying to tell us something without telling us something. <laughs> That's right. I think this might have been this, it. This th- might have been it. He, yeah, a new he was Amazon fa- another Amazon facility. And and the stats that boggle that that just uh, floor me 
if what was it? It's one in one in five Americans. Let me try to get the stat right because it's incredible. One in five. Let me make sure Americans lives within five hundred miles of Shreveport, Bozier. That Wait, what? think about that. What? Yeah. Let me make sure I'm getting that number right because they put that out in the news release. That was just like wow. That that really does show. Yeah, Excuse you, me. I, I have yes. told you, our geographic location, there's no reason mm-hmm. we shouldn't be another Dallas Yes, it, where we are. This could be the beginning of the explosion because it is correct. One in five Americans lives within a 500-mile radius of Shreveport. That's amazing. 20% of all Americans live within 500 miles of our circle. And that's when you're a company like Amazon, you go, look, where can we reach the most people from Mm -hmm. what geographic area that is the cheapest to do business in, which we all know, Louisiana, Shreveport, Bossier, very inexpensive to do business in. We have to make a couple of tax changes. I'm hopeful that this legislative session will see that. But we've got the roads. We've got, you know, uh, ultimately when we have I-49 through, that'll be a big help too, I think. It's another debate. We'll do that another day. But, you know, think about it. We've got this I-20. You can get to anywhere. Oh, that's what I've, Aaron, I've been saying that. Mm-hmm. East-West, we're yes. a major corridor. And that's why I was saying it, it makes no sense that we haven't connected 49 to get from South Louisiana up to Texarkana and then points north. They will. They're working on that. They want to get it all the way to uh, Kansas City. Is the goal right. for forty nine, and that would that would be even a bigger game changer once that happens. So it's very exciting news, and you know to have Amazon at a time we all know Amazon's been cutting back. I mean, they have been, typically they've been right. shutting down some of this growth. Well, and, and for months we were seeing stories about them starting fulfillment centers and then abandoning the project after construction was started. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of worried about that, but now it looks like, no, they're doubling down for Shreveport. Shreveport Bossier is on their list of go, full steam ahead, and it's exciting news. And, you know, they'll start putting those jobs up or after the first of the year, people can start applying. My real worry, though, is if you're a mom and pop or you, you're trying to hire workers, too, you're going to lose them to Amazon if you don't bump your wages up. And kind of compete with that 17 bucks an hour because if you can lose your people to Amazon and they, they're going to train them. But it's, but it's like you said a moment ago, this is going to bring families in. You bet. You know, with the, with the state building coming downtown mm-hmm. and this facility opening and the, the fulfillment center, this is going to bring families in. This, this definitely is good news. But again, it's going to probably raise the tide of wages across the board so if you're struggling right now to keep workers you might start putting something like that in your budget because that might be something you're going to have to do in the future to keep your people i'm still blown away one of every five americans lives within a 500 mile radius of shreveport that's incredible isn't it making the city enviable for distribution and logistics companies yes Absolutely. Why aren't we pushing this even harder? And they, and they very well may be. Oh, they do. They absolutely they, do. Yes. We got to get why, Justin back in. We got to get him back in. Which is why maybe something like this is, is, is happening. You bet. 
congratulations mm-hmm. to uh, to everybody working on that. Uh, exciting news. Love good economic development news. Mm-hmm. Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, and on the free Keel app. Back with McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Aaron, I've talked about before, and I've said how important quality of life is. Quality people go. Well, they just spend money on no damn baseball field. We got pay. No, you, we do because it, in stories like we just talked about. Highlight the exact reason why. Yep. You're going to bring the thousand new jobs into this market. There are going to be people that are going to come from other markets or at least look at Shreveport. Right. What right. do we have to offer? Mm-hmm. A, a new complex there at Fairgrounds with the the Rev Entertainment, with a, a mm-hmm. new stadium. A te- they're bringing their own team. We're not going to have to go find a team. Nope. With this deal, they're bringing a, a team with them renovating that entire area that that is why things like this are so important yes i mean things like our shreveport symphony i would put our symphony against any you know any symphony across the country and i think and this was an old stat so i'm not sure if it's still accurate i think we are the smallest city in america with a symphony this was a stat from the 90s, but really? I, I think it probably is still holds true. Somebody from the symphony texts me if I'm wrong, but we, were, we don't realize that. No. We and, don't realize we have so many gifts in our market. And that's why things like this, this Rev Entertainment deal is critical. It's mm-hmm. critical. to You may, you may not like baseball, and, and, and I understand. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but if they said they were building a huge complex uh, like Omaha has done, sure. look what Omaha has done. Their mm-hmm. downtown is beautiful now. Yes. Because they have invested in the infrastructure like the baseball and the natatorium there. That's where they had the Olympic time trials when when my daughter uh, went to the Olympic time trials for swimming. Wow. It was in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And they've made investments in things like that that improve the quality of life. And people, when you, because when people are looking at places, you know, in, in these same people that go, we don't need to build, are the same people that are going, ain't nothing to do in Shreveport. Well, it's going to take some work. And when you attract that younger crowd that's just starting out their families, mm-hmm. they every week, they're looking for fun things to do with their children. Do we want them to, and, and I was just with somebody like this yesterday or Saturday, who said, hey, I'm, I'm, good, I'm taking the family to Dallas for Halloween and I'm looking for things to do. And I'm like, and, 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 and she said, and there's a zillion things to do. And I'm thinking, why can't we be that place mm-hmm. where we Google what to do for Halloween in Shreveport Bossier? And we have things where they stay here. The folks who live here stay here and go, you know, there's so much to do here. There's no need to go to Dallas. Now, I understand Dallas is a bigger city and there are going to be some sure. things. It's, a, it's one of yes. the largest markets in our country. You're going to have Major League Baseball. You're going to have all those other things. But 
let's develop the things here that will keep people here and enjoying their time. Absolutely. And getting their family out and having fun with their families here because they're looking for things to do. I remember as a young parent, I was always looking for places to take my children Mm -hmm. to go see things and expand their mind and have fun and get them out. And some of them were educational. Some of them just plain old fun. And some of them cost some money. Some of them just pack a lunch. Right. You know, and go enjoy. Yeah. That's what families do, and we have to have more of it. I agree. And, and that's why uh, when when Mayor Arsenault was talking about the, the Rev Entertainment deal, mm-hmm. uh, that that's exciting. Again, development, you know, it fosters more development. Growth fosters more growth. There's no reason we shouldn't be much, much larger than we are. But we have to take care of it once we build it. I'm I'm Debbie Downer on this. We cannot build beautiful things. And and the first few years, it's wonderful. And then 10 years later, we're talking about Red River District Convention Center. You know, whatever. Fairgrounds Field. That we have let go to schnizzle. We just have to take better care of our things. So what's the answer there? In cl- when you when you go put public money out for these things, be sure you include money to maintain them and then do it. Have the money in the budget to maintain them mm-hmm. and then do it. Or whoever you're leasing it to, that's part of the deal. They maintain it. They take care of the roof, the AC, the right. heating. You know, they handle all that. I mean, you you've been to a Mudbugs game at Hirsch. They need a new HVAC system in that building so mm-hmm. bad. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's miserable. We just have to take better care of the things we have. And things will work. Look at Cyport. How long has Cyport been here? Mm-hmm. Cyport's yes. a huge attraction. If you haven't been to Cyport, oh, you know, you don't need kids to go and enjoy that. Oh, it's amazing. And the I'm, the Dome Theater, oh, man, you can see. They had the Barbie movie in there not too long ago. It was really cool. Really cool. The Shreveport Aquarium. Mm Mm-hmm. I know it's smaller, but it's very, very well done. And it's ours. (laughs) We need to support what we have. Right here. It's 10 minutes from your house, probably. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty News is next. 